Okay, so welcome back to Writing Muse and Writing Mentor. I'm Jeanette de Beauvoir, and today I want to share with you some of the ways that you can jumpstart your writing on those days when inspiration just isn't coming easily. So where is it that authors get their ideas? I have to say, I'm always a little at a loss to answer that because I sometimes feel like I've got enough ideas already to last a lifetime of writing. But I recognize that for all of us, there are arid moments. And if that's happening to you right now, I want to give you some ideas so you can jumpstart your ideas. So in no particular order, here we go. Number one, so to speak, is eavesdrop on conversations. Of course, you don't want to be too obvious about it, but a little light eavesdropping never hurt anyone, and it can certainly help spark some ideas. If you don't believe me, you can believe the queen of mystery herself, who got the seed of inspiration for the secret adversary straight from eavesdropping in a coffee shop. According to Agatha Christie, quote unquote, two people were talking at a table nearby discussing somebody called Jane Fish. That, I thought, would make a good beginning to a story. So often it's not the whole story that comes to you when you're eavesdropping or listening to other people, but you can get the germ of something. Something can sound just a little bit more interesting than the rest of it, and you can play with that. Here's another idea create character profiles for strangers that you see out on the street. Now, if you haven't done this before, a character profile is a set of questions that can help you figure out a character's physiology, backstory, psychology, issues, family, all sorts of things. And if you want to head over to my blog at some point on JeanetteDeBeauvoir.com, you will find a template um, for creating a character profile. But anyway, to get inspiration for this kind of character creation, when you're out and about, just pick out a random stranger on the street. Do it from afar so no one sees you staring. <laughs> and try and build a character around that person. You can choose a name. Um, you can look at questions on the profile to sort of guide you. Um, you can think about where they could be coming from or going to. What is worrying them? Um, what is their greatest joy? There are so many things you can do just by watching people. So do that. Another idea, which I've been slow to um, practice myself, shall we say, is exercise. Apparently, they say, exercise makes you more creative. Um, Haruki Murakami runs 10 kilometers or swims 1,500 meters every day, which I find pretty amazing. Uh, children's author Frances Harding will go on a 10-mile hike to work through plot holes in her head. For writers who aren't as thrilled about the thought of that much exercise, which I would include myself in, even taking a short walk can help your creativity. Stanford researchers have shown us that. So think about exercising some. Also, when you're out and about, pay attention. Pay attention to what's going on around you. Have some situational awareness, as the pilots say. Um, when so many stories stem from the human experience, it's a sure bet that you can find the seed of an idea if you just pay close enough attention when you step outside. Orson Scott Card believed in this so strongly 
that he said everyone walks past a thousand stories ide story ideas every day. The good writers, he says, are the ones who see five or six of them. Most people don't see any. And I'll bet you'll find that to be true, that if you pay attention, if you know what's going on around you, there are all sorts of situations that are going to bring up questions in your mind. Questions are the best way to start with a story. If you want to know the answer, someone else will too. Here's another idea when you're still we're going with the out and about theme here. Um, go, go to places you normally wouldn't go. If you want to be creative and inspired and you're not feeling created and creative and inspired in your daily life, go outside your comfort zone. If you don't usually like museums, try visiting one. Stand in front of an ancient blade in the glass case and try to imagine the story behind it. Or you can wander into an art gallery, which has actually inspired a number of works from Donna Tartt's The Goldfinch to Tracy Chevalier's The Girl with the Pearl Earring. The possibilities are endless, and so are the story ideas. So maybe you can pair up some of that walking with a visit to a museum or an art gallery. Wherever you are, whether you're inside, outside, traveling, at home, read. Read and read and read and read. If you're a writer, you have to read. You wouldn't expect a world-class cellist to not listen to music, would you? In much the same way, a writer should be familiar with the medium to know how, and sometimes what, to write. Read inside your comfort zone, and then read outside of your comfort zone. Become familiar with the giants of your genre and draw inspiration from them. It's only when you know the tropes that you can figure out how to subvert them. In other words, learn the rules before you decide you're going to break them. Also, another idea that I have recently um, stumbled upon and is working for me is be creative with other mediums. If you find that the words just aren't flowing out at the moment, try turning to another outlet to try and coax it out. Painting is a popular activity that many writers take up. W.B. Yeats used to paint watercolors, Sylvia Plath once drew an impressive self-portrait, and Mark Twain was an incorrigible doodler. But any creative exercise will do, from calligraphy to arts and crafts to photography, so long as it keeps the artistic side of your brain churning. I recently have been starting to do something called Zentangle. You can Google that and find it all over the place. But I have found not only is it helping me with mindfulness, but focusing so much on a, a form that is not familiar to me, art form, um, is really inspiring me to think a lot about some things in the creative world I haven't thought about before, which are going to naturally feed into my writing at some point. Now, a minute ago, I was talking about how a lot of creativity stems from asking questions. We question things all the time. Why did I just say that? That's one of my favorites. <laughs> or why does such and such happen? Why does pain exist? Um, who calls the shots? Where should I be going? All of these are questions that could find answers in fiction. And one way, if you're even stuck on the questions, is to turn to other people. In fact, the people you meet, even casually, could turn out to be really deep wellsprings of inspiration. 
A question is absolutely one of the most important tools in a writer's toolkit. Regardless of any language barriers, you might learn something from other people's answers that will get your mind going. Jan Martel, for example, wrote that he stumbled upon the idea for Life of Pi from a conversation he had with an old man in a coffee shop. So don't, don't denigrate um, these chance encounters. They may have been somehow meant. Um, and let's go on with those questions. One of my favorite authors, Neil Gaiman, has said that he gets his story ideas from asking himself questions. And if you can't think of the questions, if they're not coming to mind, if something fresh and new and interesting isn't coming right away to you, well, we have the internet. Um, and one of the places I've heard recommended is Quora.com, Q-U-O-R-A.com. It's more than just a compendium of knowledgeable comments. It's also a treasure trove of interesting questions that you might not have considered yourself, any of which might spark you to think about what to write. Um, so strange questions, wonderful questions. Um, what happens to the bullet if a gun is fired vertically upward from Earth's surface? That is a question that would never have occurred to me, I can safely say. And I'm still not particularly interested in the answer, but I'm interested in the question. And the more questions you can be exposed to, as well as ask, the richer your mind is going to be, and therefore the richer your writing is going to be. Um, another place you might visit on, on the net, which is a treasure trove, of course, of both good and bad information, is um, TED.com. Now, TED was originally set up to, to look at questions of technology, um, of design, of education, that sort of thing. But actually, it has expanded to include almost any topic you can imagine. Um, addressed by very knowledgeable people. They're respected experts in the field. They come, they speak on all sorts of topics. So if you need some inspiration, um, it doesn't hurt to listen to some of the most inspiring people on the planet. And finally, I would say, although I've not been very great at this myself, but I do try, is to keep a dream journal. Um, sometimes the most interesting person can be you um, or your subconscious in any case. Your, your brain is constantly incubating ideas and creativity while you're sleeping. And science has told us that the prefrontal cortex in particular is most creative immediately after waking up. So the, the saying goes that the next time you go to sleep, if you keep a journal next to your bed, if you ease into a routine where you write in your journal for 15 minutes every morning when you wake up, apparently there can be a lot of creativity and new ideas springing from that. This is a little bit different from keeping a journal that you write in when you wake up in the middle of the night. Um, I did that a few times and one time I remember waking up in the morning and remembering that I had woken up in the night, that I'd written something in the journal and that it was actually the key to world peace. And I was very excited to re remember this. And I grabbed the journal, ready to be inspired to go out and change the world. And what I had written was A Dill Pickle. So there you are. 
World peace is available to us if we only know how to wield our dill pickles. Well, it doesn't always go everywhere, but some of these ideas, even if just one of these ideas works for you, I will be grateful. I would love to hear from you if it does. I would love to hear from you if you've got other ideas for where people can go to sort of re-inspire themselves for writing. But in the meantime, that's it from Writing Muse and Writing Mentor. I'm Jeanette de Beauvoir. I look forward to seeing you here next time. Bye-bye.